get chasing better. No matter where I go, I want you to know that I'm out here chasing better. I'm gonna take this far. Today is where I start. In my home, I'm better. Every day, I'm better. What can I say? I'm better. I'm chasing better, better, better. better. In my life, I'm better. Living dreams, I'm better. What do I mean? I'm better. I'm chasing better, 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 better. This is a podcast that I am recording, and I'm also recording live on Facebook. Uh, So this will also be available in a podcast link. It will be up on my YouTube channel here soon. And, uh, you know, when I do these, this is just me kind of talking. Um, And it's how I work some things out. You know, Um, I've I've gone through a lot. I've been through a lot and still do health and wellness, still coaching, still helping people, uh, trying to figure out what that looks like and um, how to move into this next season, you know, of my life. And if you've been a part of any of these podcasts and now that I'm just recording this on Facebook Live, my guess is some of you have not heard my journey, been a part of it. I've still gotten messages. I still keep getting messages from people about this. and. about where I'm at. And I figured, you know, why not just do this? Um, you know, for a long time, I've, I've been told that I have a way of connecting with people when I was pastoring that people felt like I was talking to them when I would talk through coaching and health and wellness and different things like that, which I still do, um, that I, I have a way of, of connecting. And, and that's a very, um, flattering. And also I've tried to figure out what to do with that as I move into the next season of my life. Cause I feel like I feel burdened and I always felt burdened. And I don't know if that is because of whatever. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad, but I've always felt a connection to people that feel either like they're struggling or like they don't fit or like they're just hurt because I've been through a lot of hurt. Uh, I've been through a lot of pain. I've shared over the last couple of weeks um, about a journey that I've been on for years that I have not known how to share. And to be honest with you, a lot of why I haven't shared it is based in fear. Um, The business that I do There are a lot of people in my business. Some of you are watching right now. I understand and I know that a large part of my following in the past has been church people, pastors. I've built a great life. That was a part of my season. And so I think there's a large part of me that has been afraid of sharing things that I want to share or that I feel or that I believe because of fear of things going away. I've, I've had a, I've, I've, fear has been a core trauma for me for a long, long time. And I've gotten some messages, some good, some not so good, some supportive, some not so supportive, and that's okay. Um, but I really kind of wanted to share a little bit today, and this is hard. I've, I've, a lot of the things that I've shared about faith over the last several weeks have been a result of years, years 
of wrestling. I stepped down from pastoring in 2017. And even then, probably for the last several months that I was, I was wrestling with a lot. And a lot of the things that I wrestle with um, are not flesh and blood. I had to say that. You know I had to say that. A lot of the things that I wrestle with are because of hurt, trauma, different things that I've been through and experienced in my life. I'm going to talk a little about that today. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail, but I just, I, this has impacted me in, in how I think and how I believe for a long, long time. And one of the reasons that I stopped pastoring was that I was tired of living in a glass house or at least feeling like I was. And there's part of it that is the, you know, if you're going to live life out loud and you're going to share things and do things, part of that is just what comes with it. It's it's par for the course, right? If you're going to have influence and make good income or different things, then your life is going to be seen and viewed and and commented about and some are not going to like it and all those things. But I've always been like this person that has felt caged and I don't do well when I feel that way. Anytime someone tells me things that I can't do, it just makes me want to do it more. And I have a hard time with that. Um, I'm a restless soul. Um, And there's reasons for that too. Um, But I've shared journey of kind of where I'm at with faith and how I do not consider myself as a a Christian, especially in the terms of, of evangelical. And, and that's a scary thing. It's a scary thing when you go through a process of undoing a lot of the things that you've grown up your whole life believing. And I want to say this because I've had so many people reach out and um, guys, it's not because of a lack of trying. Um, and I don't feel like this is one of those things that I wake up one day and say, all of a sudden, I don't, I don't believe this anymore. And people, um, <laughs> like shake it. People uh, are a product of the experiences that they've had. And my guess is that people that have deconstructed their faith or in the process of deconstructed their faith are doing it for one of two reasons. Usually, one is that they have been hurt. They have been hurt by people, by belief, by fear, they, they're hurt. They've, they have trauma. I've, I've got so many friends that have been hurt at the hands of people. Um, and I feel like people that tend to be in the church tend to explain that away. And they tend to say things like, well, it wasn't Jesus that hurt you. It was the people. It wasn't all this, but it's really hard to separate those two. Um, it really, it really truly is. Um, or people that just have intellectual issues with faith and what they believe and, and just get to a place of growing and understanding and being like, listen, I'm allowed to change. I'm allowed to grow. I'm allowed to evolve. And what I think, I no longer think anymore. And it just is the process of a lot of things. So today, I really want to I really want to address those of you that are people that would say that you have been hurt that you have been traumatized either by people within church circles or people without it. And just to let you know that I see you and that um, I understand. And those of you that are listening that um, listen, I I, got to be honest with you. 
and, and maybe this is a flaw, maybe it's not, but like you can message me and you can comment and you can give me things to read and you can give me podcasts to listen to and you can tell me Bible verses. I'm not interested. I'm not, I am at a place where I am turning towards um, being a person that just wants to live my life on my terms. And um, I'm just, I'm not at a place of being open right now. And I think that there are a lot of people that feel that. And here's, here, here's the, I'm beating around the bush and it's hard to, to like come out with this. Cause I feel like I've said this in some ways I said this and I alluded to it on the last podcast and this is really hard. Um, but I've, I've experienced a lot of hurt and trauma in my life. Um, I was abused sexually for almost a decade by a man. And I think people cope with things in different ways. It did a lot to me. It impacted my confidence. It taught me to be afraid. This man threatened me in lots of ways. Um, my dog's barking. Um, and I'm not going to talk about that in terms of what all that happened. That's um, He's no longer with us. Um, but that impacts you. And it makes you view everything in life through the lens of fear. And what's crazy is I was led to believe, and nobody knew this, my parents didn't know. And I think part of the reason why I never even shared because I didn't want anybody else to feel that it was their responsibility or burden to carry the blame for what happened. Um, because the truth is, I don't blame anybody except the person that did this. Um, but I've been through a lot, man. I've been through a lot of hurt and I tried to mask it my whole life I tried I tried to mask it in belief uh my view of self was shit um and I found that what would make me temporarily feel better about myself was talking sharing because people would tell me I was good at it. And it just, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a drug. It was like a, um, a temporary high of, of feeling, okay, this, maybe this is my, my gift, my, my, my way to make me feel a little better about myself. And then I would, I, I pastored and, you know, I, people would say nice things. And then I started coaching and I would talk and people would say nice things. And, I, I think that was all well and good. And then I just stopped. I stopped. And when I did, it just forced me to confront a lot of things about myself that I was band-aiding for a long, long time. And it was dark. And I've been to counselors. I've been to therapists. I've done just about anything you can possibly imagine. And for me, talking about my story 
is part of the process of healing. And I think that the reason why, you know, this is one of the things that I said is, and this is a lot for me, why I have what I've felt with faith. I've truly felt my whole life that I've been waiting for rescue, rescue from my circumstances, rescue from fear, rescue from being hurt, rescue, just rescue. And there was a day that I woke up and realized that rescue was not coming. And I decided to rescue myself. I, I remember one of my therapists that I talked to asked me if I could go back and change it, what I... And I remember telling him, no. He said, well, then what would be different? What would you change? And I said, I wouldn't change anything. I would be a voice and I would use my experience to tell people that have been hurt, that have been abused, that have been victimized, that I see you and that it sucks. And that you are a survivor and that you are a fighter and that you have it in you to overcome this. And that doesn't mean that you can't lean on people and that get help and get counseling. And here's the thing, as people have gone through this, um, because it's not just about sexual abuse, it's about trauma. And, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of people in church people, I need to tell you something. You've heard a lot of people. You have. And this is a big problem because, and this is, this is the problem with Christianity. And this is a lot of like, maybe for me, and maybe this is just my rebellious freaking soul. And I, I, I shared this a few weeks ago, like, listen, if I was, if I was with Adam and Eve, like we blame evil, I, I'd have eaten the damn apple too. I'm like, I am, I, I am rebellious. I, I am conflicted and do not, do not tell me what I can and can't do. Like I've, and I understand like, you know, there's rules and things like that, but my goodness, I think a lot of the problem that people have with Christian faith today is the difference I think with Christianity for a lot of people is that you feel a moral obligation to share with the world what it is that you think and what it is that you believe. And the reason is because you feel that there's eternal consequence. And, and listen, again, I'm not open. Um, and I've had people say, well, what if you're wrong? Then I'm wrong. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not afraid of going to hell. I've been through hell. I've been through hell and back. I know what the doctrine of hell would say is that, you know, that people would look at me and they would say, you don't know what you're saying. Maybe I don't, but I, I will be honest. And this is my biggest problem. And, and if you're a faith person, you're a praying person and you, I don't need your prayers, but, but if you do want to, I can't tell you what to do because here's the truth, right? different people have different experiences and there's some people that have been through hurt and pain and trauma in their life and they've leaned into faith and it's made them feel safe. It's made them feel like they belong. It's, it's brought them hope. That's fine. 
it has not been the same for everybody. In fact, there's some people that have been handled the exact opposite and that their response, they feel more guilt, they feel more shame, they feel more ostracized, they feel more outcast, they feel more things and their experience is just as valid. So my mission here, and that's why I said at the beginning, I am not here to address those of you that feel like faith is a part of your life and I am not trying to talk you out of it. I'm not trying to do any of those things. I'm trying to tell you that if you have had that experience where you have tried and you have given faith a chance and you, for whatever reason, because of hurt or because of intellectual issues or a little of both, have decided that I am going to walk in a different direction, you are allowed to, you are seen, you are validated, you are okay, you are a human being. And that is what I truly feel as I move into this next phase and season of my life that I want to desperately be is a human being that looks into people that have been hurt, that have been wronged, that have been taken advantage of, that have been harmed, and not to try to fix them, not to preach to them, but just to hear and to listen and say, I know, <laughs> I know, me too. And a lot of my therapy and the reason why I've, I've just felt so conflicted is because I've just felt like I couldn't talk about, I couldn't share, I couldn't because I was, I carried with me the burden of how everybody else was going to process this. So there's been a lot of truth or been a lot of talk because I've talked about this, about truth, how there's, there's, sub, there's not subjective truth, which I call bullshit on. There is subjective truth because different people can be in the same, same room and have completely different experience. Some of you have had your life bettered by faith. And that's your truth. And I'm not, I'm not ever going to try to take that away from you. Some of you, it's been the opposite. And you didn't find hope and healing until you undid and walked away from everything that you came to believe. And, um, to those of you that feel lost and broken and alone and hurt and abused, there's nothing wrong with you. It is not your fault. And I invite you to open up. I invite you to experience life. I invite you to live. I invite you to hurt. I invite you to be angry. I invite you to be frustrated. And damn it, I invite you to live. I invite you to live your life. I invite you to be free. I invite you to ask questions. I invite you to love life. And I, listen, I've, I've got some really good friends, my family, people that are close to me that hold dearly to the Christian faith. And that's great. That is great. And I hope that you can find in me someone that can see you for who you are as a person, not for what you believe in, not for who you worship, not for what church you go to, not for what book you adhere to. But I want to see you for who you are as a person. And I hope that you can do the same for me. And um, keep the messages coming. I, I will tell you this. If nothing else, let me prompt for anybody listening. Because I know that there's a lot of people that have carried around a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of hurt, 
and they feel so bound because they don't know what to do with it. Let me tell you what I want to be for you. A safe place. You can message me whatever you want. You can tell me whatever you want. I don't care what it is. And know that <laughs> sometimes people just need to get out truth. They need to get out hurts. They need to get out and they don't know who to tell. I'm kind of an all or nothing person. So <laughs> my solution to telling my story is just to hell the whole damn world. But not everybody's the same. Share your story. Share your truth. And if you've been hurt, I'm so sorry. So sorry. And I hope for you that you can find it within you to live again and to put things that have happened to you or that you've done. Sometimes the hardest thing to get over for is not the hurt that's been caused to you. Sometimes the hardest thing to get over is hurt that you've caused to somebody else. And I've lived through that too. Different ways, but still hurt. Um, but thank you for listening. Um, I hope that this impacted you. I'll talk more about this as we move forward. But uh, hey, there we go. This has been the Chasing Better podcast, whether you've watched on YouTube or listened to the podcast or watched live on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in and uh, share this with somebody you think this might be helpful to them. I just want to be someone that gives you hope that tomorrow can be better than yesterday. And I think that the, the, the worst thing that you can take from a person is hope. And I think there's a lot of people right now in our world that feel hopeless because they feel stuck, stuck with their experiences, stuck in life, stuck in their past, stuck with whatever. I invite you to have hope that um, all of the days leading up to, to now don't have to be what all the days of tomorrow and moving forward look like. I want you and I invite you to have hope. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See no more fears or move by peers. I dry my tears because I'm right here. See, I'm singing and dancing, loving, outlasting, striving, providing. I widen my horizon. I'm chasing better, chasing better, I'm chasing better, chasing better, I'm 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 chasing better.